Hi, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Last part of this series on limiting beliefs for creative professionals. Again, I'm going through, if you've been listening to the previous shows, I'm going through giving you some limiting beliefs. If you, if it sounds like a belief you might have, just find a way to reshift that belief. I'm going to give you some suggestions and different ways of maybe seeing the situation, but ultimately clear it out, clear it out. Don't hold any belief that is keeping you from the life that you want in your professional journey. It gets to be what you want it to be. And so if you're holding some belief that's keeping you from being the success that you desire to be, then let that belief go. Just shift it. And you might have to come back to these beliefs and shift them. Maybe every time you release something, you might have to shift something. It's all okay. Just keep doing the work. Keep showing up. Keep aligning with the desire of your heart. And you'll find that things start to work in your favor. You feel good. I think that's one of the beautiful things about doing limiting belief work for me. I start to feel good as I start to just say like, oh, that's a bunch of nonsense that does not make any sense or that's a lie or, oh, there's way more possibilities out there than that little belief. I start to feel good. And that's the goal. We want to feel good. In case you're new to my program, I'm an intuitive and a coach. I help people create the life of their dreams. If you are ready to launch your career or take your career to the next level, I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at Intuitive Coaching with Amy and pay extra close attention to that Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package and that Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package. All right, let's soldier on through this list. We're almost done. Next limiting belief. If I get famous, I'll upset my original fans. This is common if you, you know, I, I get this one. I held, I held this one for a long time. Um, all the right people will show up. Just let's say that. All the right people show up. And if some fall away, they fall away. But you can't hold your development back because you think you're going to upset somebody who's maybe already bought from you or been following you for a while. It's just a part of life, particularly now. You know, there were people, you probably have heard me if you've been listening to my shows for a while. I was so into like Danielle Port's work and I still appreciate what she's doing, but I'm not as aligned with her work now, right? And so that's okay. It doesn't mean she's wrong. I think that's the other piece. We think that if we grow and we expand that we have to make and you know something no longer works we have to make it wrong we have to call it out we have to call it bad no just grow say oh we we, we loved <laughs> and now I'm moving on like I, that's what I say when, when, it's very similar to when I was divorcing and and every time I tell somebody I was divorcing I'd say it very casually because it was done you know you move on you still you love that person you're moving on doing something else uh, everybody be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, nobody died. We're just doing something different, right? And so I think take that same attitude to the people who follow you, the, the people who are your fans, the people who um, supported you in the beginning. If it's meant for them to grow with you, they're going to grow with you. And if it's not, it's okay, right? 
yes, you know, I think there will always be ooh, my spirit guides are jumping in. They're saying having long, 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 long term fans is a business model into itself. Thank you. They're showing me back to Dave Matthews band. They built a following of long timers, right? And and then it became its own culture within itself. And I don't think they they maneuvered that, but they put things in place so that could happen. So I could be, you know, my 16-year-old self that went to my first show and my 42-year-old self that will go to my next show. They, I can have that experience because I've grown with them, but that's just one business model, right? So don't feel like you need to hold back your development thinking people won't like what you're up to because behind that person is 15,000 other people <laughs> who will love what you're doing. And, um, and say goodbye with love. If somebody's no longer aligned with the work you're up to, just in your heart, say goodbye with love and keep doing you because that's what will sustain you is you being true to yourself and true to where you want to go. So, yeah. But, but I will say that there are, I, I, where did I read about it? It was in a marketing book that's popular. I can see the cover. They did talk about that there are certain types of fans who like to be the first one who knows about it, right? And they're going to just keep jumping to the next. They want to be the first. And that's, again, a type of type of um, consumer. Doesn't mean you need to cater your whole business around that consumer because time times out of 10, they've jumped to the next new thing, right? So just be you and be as popular as you want to be, be as famous as you want to be, and know all the right people are going to show up and support you as a result. Next, if I sell lots of work, I'll have to deal with haters. We've talked about this before. You're only a match to haters if you hold anything in your vibration that's a match to haters. I think the main thing is don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. You know, I, I've shared with you many times, I just declared that I'm not a match to those people. And um, go with that. Go with that. Um, I don't even show up for them. I, I, it's like they don't even see me. That's the way I see it in my mind. That's the way I hold the vibration. Like anybody that would hate on what I'm up to, they don't even show up. But there was definitely a time where my insecurities, my own self-consciousness was a match to that energy. And you don't have to be. You don't have to be. It doesn't mean that you you have to deal with that. You don't. It's not an inevitable that haters are going to show up because you're popular. No. Be popular among the people who like what you're doing. Be popular among the people that feel so moved, that feel so lit up. Hold the intention that you are only a match to those people. And it's a very much a limiting belief if you are afraid or holding back because of some, some mythical hater. Do haters exist? Yes. Do you have to be a match to them? No. Love what you're up to, and you're not a vibrational match to that. Next, it is not safe to do business online. Again, I think this is connected to like haters and being a target. Decide it is safe to do business online. 
next my my spirit guides are showing me like even just transactionally doing business online all of these systems really emphasize safety so if you're concerned about just the technical aspect of receiving payment and having contact information release that fear you know and put all the right things in place so that your your customer is safe and your business is safe and decide that you're safe doing business. You're safe doing business. You're safe doing business. You are safe and protected in all ways. And if if you're if this is really a fear for for you, I would say for a couple of weeks every day before you start working, say a prayer where you cover your business in protective light. Your customer is safe. Your your client is safe. Your um, fan is safe. Yeah. You don't have to hold that belief that it's not safe to do business online. It's totally 100% safe. And work with business and partner with businesses that feel safe, right? Like I, like I receive payment through PayPal. I feel very safe with them. For many, many years, another payment platform has been trying to court my business. I'm like, hey, I'm good here. And, and so do what feels right and true to you and make that decision very consciously. Next, I can't just be a creative. I have to have a side project. You only have to have a side project if you believe that you can't sustain yourself as a creative. But just decide that you can sustain yourself. Know that you can sustain yourself. Build a business where you can sustain yourself. Know the numbers that are sustainable. Hit those numbers. Work at that. Be diligent in that. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect right out of the gate, but you keep working at it and you get better and better and better as you go. And then, oh, wow. You can just be a creative. But I think start out with the mindset, oh, I'm only a creative. That's fine. I, I am a multi-passionate business owner. I have two sides of my business, uh, my business world, because I chose it. But I'm rooted in to both of them. And I was rooted into one very solidly before I started the other. And so... And I, you know, I have a lifestyle. I built a lifestyle where it works. But thinking you have to have a side project because there's not enough money and you can't earn enough, that's a lie. You, it, you don't have to live that way. It's not real that that's the case. Are there lots of creatives living that way? Yes, but you don't have to. And I'm not saying that, oh, maybe as you're getting your bearings, you need some income coming in, you might be working something else, but have a very clear perspective on when that comes to an end and um, know that you may never get to a place where you totally have your bearings. We're always figuring it out. So if you're using having a side business or a side project or a side job as your excuse for not being able to do everything you want to do in your business, then check yourself, sit with it, journal on it. Does it absolutely have to be true? And yes, I recognize we all have to pay our bills. Believe me, I know that. I understand that. But if you, if the goal is to be full-time, whatever your definition of full-time is, make that your mission. Figure out what full-time is for you. Look at the numbers, look at the business. What is it for you? Because you can stay in this pattern of waiting for something to happen when God's waiting for you to happen. So, so 
be willing to shift that belief if you're holding it. And I can understand why you would. So be kind and compassionate with yourself. But there is totally a way if you want to be all in so you can be all in. And really, it's just you being all in, right? Next limiting belief. People will judge me if I'm successful. Judge you is amazing. Just that's what you tell yourself. Yes, they will judge me. They will judge me as amazing. Yes, praise God. Yes. Um, yeah. And in terms of negative judgment, don't be around those people. Don't think about those people. Don't be a match to those people. They're not your, they're not your crowd. They're not your, your client. They're not your customer. They're not your fan. They're not your follower. If there's somebody that would be judgy wedgy negatively, don't be available for them. And you don't have to, we don't have to. So no, it's not true, but you can flip it around and just be like, yes, they will judge me as amazing. Yeah. Sing that to yourself in the morning while you're making coffee. Next, my art, my art is weird. It is not the norm. Weird is good. Be you. Be you. Don't be weird for the sake of being weird. Just be you. Be what inspires you. Be what uplifts you at any given time. Be you. It is enough. You are always enough. But don't use the excuse, oh, I'm so different than everybody else. We like that. We like it. We follow it. Right? So, so if you're feeling called to make something that doesn't look like something else in your industry, cool. Go. Do it. I'm, I think I'm very weird in both my industries. And there was definitely a lot of time where I was like, oh, no, I'm not like those teachers speaking on stage with a microphone. Well, it turns out I didn't want to leave my house because <laughs> I wanted to be writing a book, right? Um, don't hold yourself to, to standards that work for other people. Hold yourself to the standards that work for you. And if it's weird, let it roll. There will be people who will show up and support you 100%. Next, if I succeed, I won't be able to sustain myself or I won't be able to sustain my success. That's what it is. If I succeed, I won't be able to sustain it. Um, maybe, but it doesn't have to be that way. Just set out that it is sustainable and you're going to figure out how to make it sustainable and you're going to shift the energy within you so it can be sustainable and you're going to put things in place so it can be sustainable. There doesn't need to be this up, down, up, down. But I will be honest with you, in figuring that out, it takes some figuring it out. You know, something has to shift within you. So start with, yes, it can be sustainable. And I'm willing to figure out how that is possible for me. And that applies to anything. My spirit guides are saying, even with jobs, people, there are probably people that are like, oh, I only can stay on a job for a year and I either get laid off or something happens or I move on or... Yeah, it's sustaining yourself, no matter what it is, <laughs> uh, it's just up to you. And, and you'll just work at it and get better at it and set the intention behind it and know it's possible for you. I know when I was in my 20s, my first job out of college was in politics. And then I kind of just did some temp jobs for and applied to graduate schools because I didn't think I was enough. So I thought I needed a graduate degree. And then I did enough temp jobs and I was like, I want to be a permanent employee. Like these permanent employees, their life looks good. 
And so I just set that intention and then I became a permanent employee. And then I was like, you know what? I want to be a salaried employee. And so then I found that my way into that. And then I said, I want to be a salaried employee with that base salary and that type of commission structure, only doing that type of work. And I set the intention. I made that happen. It's just set the intention and work towards it, right? You decide, you feel into it, you declare that it's something that you want, and then you work into it. So if you want to create a sustainable business for yourself where it's not constantly up or down and feast or famine, decide it's always feasting in my business. And I'm going to figure out a way so it is always feasting in my business. I'm, I want feasting. God, show me what feasting constantly would look like for my business. I'm, I no longer want to be in famine and figure it out. You show up, you do the work, you do the practical things, you do the intuitive things, you, you experiment with some things. You look at business models where they look like they might be sustainable and, and, and tune into it and make tweaks and changes in your own business so, so you have that sustainable business that you want. Next, nobody wants what I have to offer. Well, here's my thought on that. It's very much similar to my perspective on there are so many coaches in the world because we are needed. So if you were called to make it, if you felt led, guided to make something, whatever it is, do something, offer something, then that means that there are people who need what you have to offer. I promise you there is somebody, lots of somebodies who need it. And your only goal becomes reaching those people. And it really comes from letting go of the beliefs and showing up and showing up and showing up. Letting go of the beliefs, showing up and showing up and showing up. Letting go of the limiting beliefs and showing up and showing up and showing up. So yes, yes, there is somebody that wants what you have to offer. Now, on a practical side, you know, on um, you know, if you watch Shark Tank, I've said it during this series, prove the concept to yourself. Make it and sell one. And there you go, you've proved your concept. And make it and sell it to somebody who you're not related to. <laughs> or no, personally, right? Somebody who is not, that you don't know. And then you know, you've proved yourself that it works. And you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Okay. Um, I know look, some hardcore entrepreneur probably heard me say that. And they're like, no, it's far more complicated than that. No, it's not. No, it's not. But I promise you this, if you figure, if you stay in it and you decide you're going to figure out how to find the somebodies who want what you have to offer, you will find those somebodies and there will be lots of them, right? Next, I'm too old or I'm too young. No, no, no. The time is always right. If you want to do it, do it. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. Do it. If you want to be a rapper and you're 42, there is a show, a movie, about an African-American woman who decides to be a rapper at 40. I watched it during the pandemic. Find it. I think it's on Netflix. And uh, I think it was, I think it might have been called 40-Year-Old Rapper. And you can do it. Just, just, you're not too old. You're not too young. The time is always right. Act, though. That's what I'll say to you, though. Somebody might hear this and think, well, I got plenty of time. Amy just told me. 
but that could easily turn into self-sabotage when you need to be moving your feet now. So be willing. If it's on your heart, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Time is right. Next, I'm not original enough. Yes, you are. There's nobody else like you. There's no, not another you. There's not another you. Even if you're a twin, there's still not another you. So yes, you are original enough just by showing up in this lifetime, in the body that you're in. You're enough. You're enough. You're enough. I think, obviously, it's rooted in not enoughness. Yes, you are original just as you are. And your art, your work, creativity is enough. And it's original enough and it's accessible enough because you want it to be, right? Next, if I put myself out there, I will be rejected. Um, well, I have lots of thoughts on rejection these days, but I'm going to just say that this is a lie. Um, there's nowhere is it said you put yourself out there and you're automatically going to be rejected. I even want to get on my soapbox and say rejection may not be required, but rejection might come up as you're figuring out what your right steps are. My ex-husband, he learned this from me in when I was studying metaphysics um, professionally. He'd go to the things with me and he'd hear people say, you know, rejection is God's protection. And so he'll often remind me of that because I've taken on kind of a new perspective around rejection. But you can always take that perspective that rejection is just God's protection. If somebody unsubscribes, if somebody doesn't buy your thing, if that agent didn't pick you up, that just means there's something better for you. And it becomes your mission, your job, your calling to go find what that better is and seek out situations that are aligned with you. Life is really hard when you're doing things because you have to or misaligned or, um, yeah. So I think rejection is wonderful, <laughs> right? It doesn't feel good in the moment, especially when you've just started and, and you, you know, yeah, I, I'm not acting like, I, you know, when I first started out and I read that one star review, I was like, oh man, uh, it hurts, even if the review is stupid and crazy. Like, yeah, it hurts. Um, feel your feelings on that, you know. Order yourself dinner and cry if you need to. Uh, wallow in it a little bit, and then you wake up and you say, "I'm back out there." It's a part of the part of this part of my journey, and um, let's make some shifts within me, and. Um, Rejection is God's protection. So put yourself out there. Put your, no matter what it is, whether you're a creative professional or dating or applying for jobs, be willing to put yourself out there. Because if you're if you felt called to put yourself out there, that means that there's somebody meant to you're meant to reach. Right. Next, I'm just not motivated enough. I'm just not motivated enough. Probably. Well, okay. Uh, well, then you're not a, a creative professional and you don't need to be having this conversation, right? Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. 
you're not a professional. If, if this is what you're standing behind, why you're not showing up, I'm just not motivated enough. Obviously, it's rooted in not enoughness. But more so, you might need to just rethink calling yourself a professional. It's fine if you're a hobbyist. It's totally fine. Neither is right nor wrong. Um, but if you do really want to be a professional, find that motivation. It's already in you, right? It's in you. The fact that you want to be professional means there's something, there's a the energy of motivation that you can tap into that's within you and tap into it. Um, I think this can be a very easy excuse for not doing some soul searching, some self-reflection to figure out like maybe, maybe you need new systems in place. Maybe you're doing work in a way that doesn't feel good to you. Maybe it's not a motivation issue at all, but figure that out. Just don't stand, you know, either you're a hobbyist and who cares if you're motivated, do it when it feels fun. And um, if you're a professional, find a way to make it fun. So you want to get up and do it like, yeah. I, I I like waking up excited. It's fun. So yeah, I, I, I think this is silly. I'm just not motivated enough. It's a very sim silly limiting belief. I'm too shy. Okay. That's fine. doesn't have anything to do with your ability to make money and sell stuff. It's a limiting belief. I'm not tax tech savvy enough. Okay. Doesn't mean it has anything to do with your ability to make money and tell people what you're up to. The business side is overwhelming. It's only overwhelming because you decided it was overwhelming. Now, like every time somebody uses that word uh, this year, it's been this year, I've had this shift. Anytime somebody uses the word, uh, word overwhelming, I'm like, oh, you just you just decided to make something overwhelming. It doesn't have to be. Someone who is choosing to go through a situation and see the light and see the good and, and show up for it and take on as much as they can and do their best and set healthy boundaries with themselves and take a very loving approach to the situation, willing to laugh at themselves and, and the process and be all in. They're not using the word overwhelming. I think those that choose to hide behind, oh, it's so overwhelming. Uh, that's just, I think it's just self-sabotage. So you don't have to believe this. You don't have to believe that the business side is overwhelming, right? Um, it's it's sad. It's really sad. Those that 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 hold that belief, um, they they keep themselves from living in the fullness of their experience. Side, you can handle it no matter what. You can handle it no matter what. And you get to handle as much as you want. And if there's something you don't want to do, don't do it. Right? And um, if you're in a situation where you feel like you have to do something, then get out of that situation. Find a better, more aligned situation. My spirit guides keep showing me uh, the the saxophonist from Dave Matthews band. Um Leroy, he's, he passed in, passed away in 2008, but there were lots of interviews of him talking about how he just did not like the business side. He liked making music with the band. 
and um and as much as they mourned his death and they have great respect for his talent Dave Matthews will say very often that he was difficult and so either you're going to be in it and go with it or you're not so it doesn't have to be overwhelming the business side does not have to be overwhelming the business side does not have to be overwhelming that is a choice you have made and you are allowing overwhelming situations chaos drama to exist in your experience and at any minute you can say no that's not for me either you you exit or you start to approach the situation from a different perspective right next my art is not perfect so it can't sell well there is no perfect uh, there is no perfect. There is no perfect. There is no perfect. But if you are holding this belief, yes, it will keep you from selling, not selling well, because you just told the universe, I can't sell well. I can't sell well. I can't sell well. I can't sell well. We could put any other excuse in there. I can't sell well. I can't sell well. It's Tuesday. I can't sell well. It's 2022. Can't sell well, right? So it has nothing to do with your work being perfect. Just decide that you do sell well. You hear me on this? You're saying that this is all decisions. But oftentimes, because we live so much outside of our life by way of limiting beliefs, we don't realize that we have the power to create our experience, to create our journey, right? So if you want to sell well, put all your energy behind selling well. What? Yes. Put all your energy behind selling well believe it in your heart, talk about selling well to yourself, think thoughts of selling well, feel like you're selling well, know it's possible for you, know you are worthy, know you are deserving, know you are enough. And then always, no matter where you're at in your journey, release every bit of perfectionism. Release it. Release it. Put out good work. Put out high quality work. Put out the best thing you can do at this time and space. But that's the best, right? That's the best you are. In this moment, that's the best you are. And that's all you can do. There's no per perfect, right? Yes, I have a big editing team. But that's more about me <laughs> feeling good about the work. You know, it has nothing to do with, oh, the work is suddenly perfect. Though I think it's very good, in my opinion. I think it's all very good. So, um, no, you don't have to be perfect and you can still sell well no matter what. I have to please everyone to sell lots of work. No, you have to please the, yourself and then you will attract people who are pleased by what you're up to. Right? That's it. Um, I get it. You have to, to, to kind of take the popular route. But what is popular? You know, you're, you're popular because you are because you say you are, because you want to be, because you want to be known. Um, it's not because you did what everybody wanted you to do, because you could do everything everybody wants you to do and still not sell a lot of work. So do what feels right and true to you and decide you get to sell a lot of work. Know you get to sell a lot of work. Believe you get to sell a lot of work and do the work to sell a lot of work. Decide and then do, right? Yay? Yeah. Next. I will I will be confident once I sell more of my work. Oh man, I could do a whole master class just on this one. I will be confident once I sell more work. I will be confident once I sell more of my work. Oh, man. 
how do we want to approach this? Because I get it. Believe me, I, I've I, I've carried this one for, for some time. Um, I wish that that confidence was taught more. I wish we were taught that we don't have to do everything scared shitless. I, I, now at this point, I, I that whole notion, do it afraid, mm, I don't even like it because it becomes an excuse for for self-sabotage to like live all up in that. I'm not going to show up because I'm so afraid, but I'm doing it. And so you give yourself a false sense of I'm doing it, right? But you're not doing it full out. Um, I would say don't put anything on your ability to sell. Don't put anything on your ability to be confident. Separate the two. You get to be confident, you get to sell well. And they don't relate, they don't cross paths. It's not one or the other. It's you just are confident in who you are and you get to sell a lot of work. Um and try not to. I know I know it can happen. Try not to use where you are in your sales cycle as an up-down feeling, right? Oh, I feel good because I made a sale. Don't feel good because I made a sale. I feel good because I made a sale. Oh, I don't feel good because I made a sale. Stop stop all that. And and it does it take some work? Yeah, I, I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. Um, yeah, I think that's the way to go on this one is just really start to train yourself to hold a consistent energy no matter where you at, are at on your sales and stay grounded and rooted in your business and do your best to get out of that up, down, up, down, up, down. It's very much energetically as I'm tuning in it from this vantage point. It's very much like feast or famine, which is probably, they're probably energetically connected. Like our, our sales go up and down because we, we can't hold the energy of, of whatever it is that we want. So uh, my spirit guides are saying, cause I'm asking for guidance. Cause it's this one that, that I have struggled with. I feel really great with sales. And then if I check and it's like, not a sale today, I'm like, Oh, right. <laughs> And I've had to really work on it. Like I've really, as of late, I was like, girl, that's getting in your way. Cause it lowers my vibration, right? Every time I like, and so a no sales day doesn't mean anything about my business, right? Cause that can change from day to day. And so, um, know that you're going to be okay. No matter what, start there, know that you're going to be okay. No matter what. And when I say, okay, meaning you're going to sustain yourself. You're going to do well, no matter what, no matter what the, the numbers are today, there's still a sale to be had and just be open and receptive to that. And don't, don't take on the sales journey as meaning something about you personally. It's coming from my spirit guides. Um, yeah, it's, so release the belief that you can only be confident once you sell more work, right? Your work is good. It deserves to be sold. You deserve to be prosperous. You deserve to make a lot of money no matter what. And you deserve to be confident. And those two don't have to cross each other. Next, 
I just need to find the right strategy and then I'll be successful. Well, you could be chasing a strategy forever. Um, but I, I understand it's a common belief, especially, you know, now that everybody thinks in internet land thinks that they're a marketing expert. <laughs> do my system, do my system, but they're just selling you something, right? I've already told you that in this series. So the only right strategy is what feels good to you. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be the strategy that you create for yourself. And you get to be successful. So it's no right strategy then. It's no successful because of this right strategy. It's just you show up and you do business and you put systems in place and it all makes sense to you. Release the belief that there has to be this right strategy. There's no trick. There's no, it's just diligence. It's really just diligence. Just diligence. And trusting your intuition. Make your intuition the right strategy. And the way you hear your intuition is you let go of limiting beliefs. Not that your intuition's not firing. It's that we can't hear it when our mind is cluttered with a whole bunch of chunky stuff that keeps us believing that we can't have what we want, right? So trust your intuition. That is the right strategy. Being yourself is the right strategy. Telling people about what you're up to is the right strategy. And you get to do that however way you want. And you get to be successful. It's not then, it's and you get to be successful. I would say right now I'm going to declare that just start holding the energy of I'm a success. I'm a success. No matter what, I'm a success. I am a success. And just hold that energy and see what happens. Next, limiting belief for professional creatives. Other creatives have overnight success. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. It's a lie. Don't, I'm not even going to try to talk you out of that. It's just a lie. There is no such thing as overnight success. No such thing. Full on. Even if someone got plucked from obscurity, they were walking down the street and someone said to them, hey, do you sing? And they're like, yes, I do. They'd already been preparing for that for years and years and years, training on some level that they could sing. There is no overnight success. There is no overnight success. So just let that go. And don't chase overnight success. I don't think it has to take a long time. I think the flip, the the pendulum swing on that is that people think, oh my God, it's going to take forever for me to be successful. That's a lie too. Totally a lie. Um, yeah. Success happens when you're ready for it to happen. When you are so ready for it to happen. When you are doing whatever it is that you need to do to be aligned with this successful version of you. And only you know that. And and keep asking yourself that question and keep connecting to that part of yourself. And that leads to your success. You know. You know. It's like a click where you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and just have more click moments. You know, I, 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 or have more I'm proud of myself moments. That's how you know you're in the vibration of your success. Next, what if the audience hates my work? 
you wouldn't have got this far. You wouldn't have made it, put it out there for somebody to buy it, set up all the systems so that somebody can buy it if it wasn't meant for you to do. And again, there might be that one scraggly person in the beginning before you get woke, but hopefully this podcast will help you get clear that you don't have to be a match to people that will hate your work. So it's a lie. It's a lie. And nobody's going to hate you. Affirm, believe, know that all the right people are going to love you. All the right people are going to be so grateful that you put that work out. All the right people are going to celebrate that you put that work out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what you're going to hear. And you'll be saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next, I'm not a natural salesperson. Uh, Yes, we are. We've been selling our parents when we were kids, right? Can I have this? What about this? Can I have this? Well, what if I do this? Well, if I get this? Well, right? Same energy, right? Um, yeah. It's in you. 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 And you can learn it. That's the other piece to it. Buy a book, take glass. I've already said it many times. You can learn it. So you don't have to be a natural salesperson at all. Next, I don't have enough time to market and sell my work. Oh, Lordy Jesus, I hear this as a coach. You just make the time. You just make the time. You're in charge. You're in charge. So I think this is another way of saying, I don't really have time to have a career. What else are you doing with your time? And if if that's the case, go do that. Like claim that. Don't hold yourself accountable to this career you don't want but you will make the time. You just find a way, right? You find a way because you want to find a way. So I would say that um, since enough is in this, that's rooted in not enoughness. Some part of you doesn't think you're enough to make time for yourself. Um, And that's okay. That's okay. Now you get to shift that belief and say, oh, I'm totally enough. And I'm totally enough to make time for my business. And marketing and selling and doing all the things. There's totally enough time because I'm enough. And then lastly, lastly, I need to take another marketing course or workshop. No, you don't. No, you don't. When I, I I told you in the previous podcast, I originally posted this list in an author group. And a woman wrote, she said, I wish I had this list. I invested $18,000 in another course and nearly bankrupt my family. I mean, there's a lot of other issues going on there, right? Like, why why did you do that? Why did you put your... But with all due respect to her, um, but there is such a strong belief in our culture that you just don't know enough or you're not smart enough. It's all rooted in not enoughness. I hate marketing that makes you feel like you are not enough. You are enough. Like even on this show, I tell you like, yeah, I'm a coach selling my services. 100%, 100% I'm selling my services. But if not me, go get the help somewhere else. And there are tons of ways to get the support you need. And you don't ever have to overspend or that only this thing, or if I don't sign up for this, I can't have this. 
No, you get to be successful and knowledgeable and wealthy and amazing and great at your job because you do. And there is always a resource out there that'll fit beautifully in your budget. And you don't have to keep taking courses and keep learning. Because I find that that's another form of self-sabotage I see is that people just keep keep learning and don't do. I'm always learning. And I'm always doing too. So, um, you know, I'm not saying my way is right. But balance it out. Learning and doing and learning and doing and learning and doing. But if you're telling yourself because you're scared that you just don't know enough, then you may want to rethink that. It's a limiting belief. It's a limiting belief. It's a limiting belief. You are enough. You are enough. You are enough. You know enough. You are enough. You could start right now and you are enough. Right now, based on the knowledge you have right, right now, you are enough. I started my business with no business knowledge other than I did have a mentor, but she ran her business completely different than mine. But I did learn some pieces that I needed to get myself going. But ultimately, my business was mine. I did it my way. I did it my way. I didn't even tell her all the things I was up to. I, but I, I, you know, I was, she was, I was, she was teaching me some internet business stuff and um, she taught me some other things. But I knew how I wanted to run my business and I just went, ran with that with limited knowledge and I built a following. Like it didn't get hard until I started listening to all of the, these gurus saying, you got to do it this way. You got to do it this way. You got to do it this way. And now none of them ever said like, hey, this is my approach. There are lots of other approaches out there. You may want to try this approach or integrate some of this approach into what you're already doing. There was this, there was a time in the internet where they, they, they made you feel like you're inadequate. If you didn't take this course, you're going to do it wrong. Your business wasn't going to succeed. You're not going to have your 5k month, your 50k month, your 100k month. And it's just all a bunch of lies. Um, if you feel called to learn something more, learn something more. If you feel led to read that book or take that course or do that thing, it's about you. It's that course isn't going to make you successful. You take that knowledge and you synthesize it with what you already know. And then that, that's what generates your success. And if you, if you're hearing me say this and you're like, oh no, I've been doing that. I did too. So that's how I know that this is a lie. You don't need another course unless you feel you do. But if you're holding back because you're like, oh, I'm just saving up my money so I can take that course so then I can launch my business. No, I'd say launch your business. Launch your business. Before courses were a thing, people were launching businesses. Before marketing workshops were a thing, people were telling people about their work. And just go back to basics. All right, that's my show. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. These have been limiting beliefs that creative professionals might face. I hope it gave you some peace. I hope you feel lighter. There's a limiting belief that you heard that you might have. Be willing to rearrange it in your mind, see it differently. You deserve to be successful no matter what. You are worthy. You are deserving. You are enough, period. You get to sell a lot of work because you want to sell a lot of work. You get to have a sustainable career because you want a sustainable career. And let go of all the limiting beliefs 
that our society kind of perpetuates about creatives and in many ways can make us feel inadequate and we're not. So give it back, give it back to the world. Do you show up? You're meant to be here. You're a gift and blessing to the planet. You wouldn't have been called if there wasn't people for you. I think there are lots of us doing things right now because there are lots of people who need what we're up to. And so enjoy your journey and aim to be profitable. And if you don't know how to be profitable, learn how to be profitable, pray, say, God, help me to be profitable. And you will start to get intuitive guidance to direct you accordingly. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. If you are looking for a coach, I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com and pay extra close attention to that Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package and that Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out for this whole series. This has been such a beautiful accident. <laughs> I um, that and I I've been so grateful that I got to do this, and I pray that that these shows help somebody shift something somewhere, and probably a lot of somebody shift a lot of things. I love you. I love you. I love you. Take care. Goodbye.